Welcome back to I Can't Believe It's Not Naruto, the nation's premier Naruto recap two-minute podcast <laughs> where every week we watch a randomly generated two minutes of a consecutive Naruto episode. Naruto episode to try and figure out just what exactly is going on in that zany, zany leaf village. The energy that I'm bringing today is no jokes, all serious. I decided to put aside the frivolous nature I brought to this podcast previously <laughs> and deal with the hard brass tacks of what Naruto truly is. So, my name is Amy, and thank you for coming with me on this journey. My name is uh, Professor Brendan, a PhD <laughs> in Narutoology, and Amy, I do appreciate that every time you talk about Naruto um, academically or very seriously, always refer to him as Naru 2, which is objectively not his name. <laughs> and I'm not doing it on purpose. Yeah. Also begs the question, who is Naru 1? And will we ever get to meet him? Naru 1 is God. <laughs> we're not hot ready take. to meet Naru 1 hot yet. Take. We're just, we're not prepared. We can barely handle, if we can't what handle Naru 2 at his worst, Naruto. we don't deserve him at his best. <laughs> Uh, if you can't handle me at my Naru 2, you don't deserve me at my Naru, Naru 1. <laughs> That's beautiful. Uh, Put that on a wood block and hang it on my wall. I'm on my way over. <laughs> uh, and to round off our incredible trio, this is DJ Lint. Um... <laughs> And I, frankly, am so honored to be on the nation's number one rated two-minute recap Naruto podcast. Really, I mean, we had so many amazing contenders, and frankly, it was a tough run. We weren't really sure if we were going to do it, you know, but here we are on the other side of it. Wow. DJ Lint, something that I think speaks to the, the frankly um beginning way that I've approached this podcast is I consistently forget what your DJ name is but those days are in the past oh I promise you at the end of this podcast I will remember what your DJ name is and conduct myself appropriately I guess <laughs> no no shenanigans this time we all know our names and we all know the gravity of the situation <laughs> Amy, here at the beginning of this podcast, I would love to ask you a question, and that is, what is Mari's DJ name? It's DJ Lint. You are my hero. This new, no-nonsense, down-to-business Amy is bringing the exact energy I need to dissect these Naruto episodes mm -hmm. with the precision that our viewers, listeners, whatever the hell they are, require. Mm -hmm. I don't know no, if you've absolutely. heard it, but... And thank you for bringing that up. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, sorry, Mari. Uh, I don't know if you heard it, but as a reward, I gave a very quiet, very polite golf clap. Thank you. Well, now that we've gotten introductions taken care of, I suppose we should move on to the first, the first order. <laughs> I can't handle your serious voice. I just I can't do it. <laughs> All right, guys. What's the first episode of Naruto? Naruto that we're going to be watching. Uh, not to be mistaken with Naru 1, we are going to be watching Naruto Season 2, Episode 9. Um, this one is called The Scroll's Secret. No peek at allowed. Mm. Oh, but I, I mm -hmm. want to see the scroll! Ugh, my academic journey has led me to the scroll, and you're telling me I can't even peek at it? I've worked my entire professional life to find this little rolled-up dude, and I can't even... <laughs> Not one little glimpse? Listen, I only believe in two rules in life. Don't share your toothbrush and no peeking allowed. Right? So, I mean, come on. Sorry, but something about the phrase rolled up dude brought to mind, like, the concept of Marco Polo landing in China and being like, Damn! Y'all got hundreds of these rolled up dudes! <laughs> we should have thought of this. This is a much more economical way to store information. Wait, wait, where'd you go? Marco, Marco, where are you? Marco, where are you? Man, if only I had a way that oh, he could respond guy. to my calls. <laughs> For a second, I thought Marco Polo was two dudes akin to Lewis and Clark. It's just one dude. <laughs> like, Naru 2 is one person. So is Marco Polo. All right. Well, my esteemed colleagues, what 
us masters of knowledge. Uh, <laughs> what time will we be watching this Naruto episode at? Uh, we're going to be doing 16 minutes and 12 seconds. All right, my learned friends. Let's get it. <laughs> the table adjourns. <laughs> Uh, insert gavel sound. <laughs> bang, bang. Okay, well, we're back, and the good news is that it's taken a little bit of time, but he's, you know, our boy, our sweet, blonde, idiotic son, <laughs> is uh, finally getting them ninja lessons. We've been hearing so much about number one, be quiet. <laughs> Naruto doesn't need to be taught that. He's uh he's nothing if not incredibly stealthy. All I have to say is that this does not inspire great confidence in Detective Pink Eye as to his work, as to what he's been doing with Naruto. <laughs> if they haven't even covered, you should be quiet. <laughs> Um, so we're still in the forest of death. Sasuke has recovered from his ink incident. And uh, Glasses Guy, who you guys might remember all the way back to the written exam where he got his glasses broke by the fiends from the Sound Village, is with them. So they've obviously buddied up. Uh... Naruto spins around, kills a giant centipede. Glasses guy is like, uh, maybe be quiet and try not to draw attention to yourself because we're in an exam where everybody wants to kill us. Naruto looks like this is the first time it's ever occurred to him that he <laughs> should maybe be quiet. And then we get a fun little montage of them being extremely sneaky. Sasuke is doing, uh, he's doing a little bit of scuba diving in the river glasses guy can turn just invisible and naruto has gotten himself tangled up in a whole bunch of vines <laughs> per usual um very sneakily though very sneakily yes i will i will note that he has taken glasses guy's advice and is not making any noise as he struggles in his in his predicament um they see the tower in the distance and the camera pans up to reveal what may or may not be a trap as three extremely dead bodies. Y'all, these bodies could not be more dead. Just lie across tree branches and one of them goes, stop, is this a trap? And that's that's what we saw. Is there anything that I missed? No, you got it all. No, um, Naruto had a, in this montage of Naruto being a dumbass, which we get, I think, one per every two episodes, <laughs> but he had a surprising moment of competence where he heard something rustling in the bushes and then just, like, blindly chucked one of his ninja knives and hit the centipede and killed the dead, which was like, you know what, I was pretty impressed. Our boy's still dumb, but he has deadly accuracy which i think is even scarier i mean anyone can see the raw talent within him and is just shrouded mm -hmm. in naruto <laughs> yeah it's just it's under so many layers of just naruto there's it's just naruto in layers. fairness to naruto the boy hasn't had a vegetable since possibly birth <laughs> So I can't imagine he's thinking very clearly with the amount of malnutrition he has Are we going saying that on. Naruto is developmentally stunted? <laughs> Dude, I'm does not Naruto saying have that. scurvy? I'm just saying yes. <laughs> oh no, our poor boy has scurvy. One too many days out at sea. All I'm saying is he only eats ramen and that's a lot of sodium. Like... He really should look like a shriveled up orange by this point, given the amount of sodium in his diet. Like, all the water should just be out of his pores. <laughs> He's been cured like a fine meat. <laughs> uh, what do we think about this episode, friends? I, I think our first point of order, we have to... We gotta give glasses guy in it. We can't just keep skirting around the issues anymore, friends. Oh. We gotta commit. We gotta dive in deep. We gotta give this boy a name. He's an important character now. Glasses guy? Can I can I present to you, um... I mean, Judas is a bit strong, but perhaps... Perhaps Brutus? I sense a betrayer. I don't <laughs> trust him. What? But Judas would never betray... Oh... 
That's his own thing. <laughs> You've forgotten the lore. Amy, I was I haven't finished history yet. You spoiled it. I'm still making no my spoilers. way through it. Spoilers. You Judas is gonna turn on Julie. Man, I thought they were bros. Yeah, Jesus is going to turn on Julius Caesar. You got it. Yo, spoiler warning next time, please. You're right. I'm sorry. Um, Unbelievable. I don't trust him. I don't think he's... I don't think it's good news that he's just helping these kids along because the last time we saw them, they were in deep shit trouble and now they're fine, question mark, mm -hmm. and he's there. Yeah. And where's his team? Because he can't pass this if he doesn't have his team. Yeah. Amy, I like I like your pitch. I I would like to slightly mend the pitch and call him spoiler warning Judas. <laughs> uh yeah, yeah I hate I hate to ruin everyone's fun, but I do think we did name him Milo. <laughs> oh. Whomst us? Yeah, the that tracks. Okay. The board of Naruto experts, we could hey, we couldn't have forgotten a name. That's so unlike us. No, you must be thinking of another Naruto podcast. You're right. I mean, I, I hesitated to say it because I was like, you know, this is so out of character for the three of us. <laughs> we've never forgotten a name that we've used before. <laughs> what if we called him Dark Milo? Ooh, Ooh. I like that. Okay. Ovaltine. Uh, insert another sound of a gavel. I like Dark Milo. Bang, bang. <laughs> dun, okay. dun. Amy, you're going to take that out and put in a gavel, right? You're not just going to leave me in saying bang, bang every time, right? Please? Amy? <laughs> Maybe. Gravel <Amy>. noise. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's the Foley work. <laughs> <laughs> this is my art. <laughs> um... Sorry, I got a little I got a little tangential there, but that's we're calling him Dark Milo. I don't trust him. I am willing to hear arguments to the contrary. I just don't trust people who wear glasses. Well, whoa. Mm, I think you might have you might have some juice behind that argument, given that they're kind of doing a sort of Mission Impossible thing right now. You know, mm -hmm. like they're they're in a group of four. They're heading towards this tower. They're going to you know, do their ninja tasks. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and usually if we have that sort of Mission Impossible situation, not un... like, not unseen in television before that one of them betrays the others. Like, if you have a group mm -hmm. of four people, likelihood is one of them is... this is an inside job. That's why we got rid of Justin, our fourth podcast host. <laughs> he betrayed us. If you're listening, fuck you, Justin. <laughs> yeah, Justin, get the fuck out of here. I can't believe you did that to us, Justin. Yeah. That thing, we, we won't say it on air, but you know what it is. It's unspeakable. <laughs> yeah, Mari, I think you're super right. I think also the fact that they were literally playing the Mission Impossible theme song behind them, or like as close as they could get without copyright infringement, I think you're right, we're in for a tower heist next. Ooh, I love a good heist movie. Yeah. Who, um, so say that Dark Milo is in fact um, a betrayer, who do we think he's working for? Big Ramen, for sure. I don't think he's working for um, Cre Creepazoid Freakazoid MD, because I think they already did that plot. Didn't somebody already betray them for Creepazoid, Freakazoid, MD? I mean, given our limited two minutes of Naruto, we have to assume that Freakazoid, Creepazoid is dead. Yes, I agree. I think they've already killed Creepazoid, Freakazoid, MD. I think that plot point is behind us now. I agree. He's gone. <laughs> mm. Okay, so they're out you of the You can't picture. sell me on this one, kids. No, oh. no, no. Amy, what it is, what we saw in the last episode um, before, well, we didn't see it, but what everyone else saw was that Creepazoid Freakazoid had turned into a big scary centipede and was going to sneak up on the Naruto clan. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then Naruto just impales the centipede without anyone knowing that was the big villain. I think that's canon. Okay. I mean, I don't know enough to say that that's not right, so I guess that's what happened. Yes! Get the gavel! Bang, bang! <laughs> <laughs> so, if... So I think what we're headed for next is um, some kind of tower heist mission. And I would... I'm so excited to see what Naruto's, like, Ocean's Eleven 
heist plan would look like. What do you guys think this, like, group of idiots would cook up as their harebrained, like, way too complicated plan to, like, I think they're supposed to steal a scroll from the tower? Is that their job? <laughs> yeah, I can't see the group of them making something way overcomplicated using a bunch of ninja skills that would be much easier done by just walking in and grabbing it. Mm-hmm. Um... Ooh, ooh, yeah. ooh, ooh. Naruto I, turns I into a sexy have... lady and distracts the guard. <laughs> <laughs> That's very good. I was actually going to say, this question brings up, like, I was thinking about scenes in heist movies, and my mm-hmm. query to you guys is, when you're watching a heist film, is there a trope that whenever you see it, you're always like, ah, yes, that hits just right. And when they don't do it, you're kind of like, oh, I wanted to see that. For me, it's when there's a bunch of lasers and they <laughs> blow dust on it and you see all the lasers light up. I love that. I don't know why. <laughs> you son of a bitch, I'm in. I love it when they um, do the big heist and then they reveal after the fact that there was an even bigger heist that none of Ooh. us saw on screen because they did it entirely off screen and we didn't get to see any of the planning or the execution of that. Was that just Ocean's 8, or is that a thing that happens in other movies? I feel like that's a thing that happens in other movies, because that's a very fun thing to have happen. It's literally just like, ah, yes, you wanted to see a heist in this movie? Well, we'll explain you a heist, but we're not going to show it to you on camera. Turns we'll tell out you after the, the fact that we did it. you all along. Yeah. Uh, like, I'm sorry. Well, my favorite tropes in heist movies all comes from... This is this might be a weird memory for people, but it's very salient for me. Is when Vin Diesel sound starred in the movie The Pacifier, the Disney movie The Pacifier, mm-hmm. where he's like a babysitter, um, and then some like hijinks goes down. And I remember there being like this long hallway of like lasers and backflips that he had to do, and like spikes going in. And it was all dependent on, like, the midnight dance that he would do for these kids. So my answer would be, if it doesn't involve every single element in Vin <laughs> Diesel's movie, then I consider it a failure. See, if my... I've said it once, I've said it a hundred times, but Vin Diesel deserves an Oscar. An Oscar. <laughs> that man has the range. <laughs> He has the looks, he has the rage, and the goddamn raw acting talent. <laughs> and the ballet skills of a generation. My my personal favorite um, heist movie trope is when the, the heroes have to take a golf cart in to... Not a golf cart, a go-kart into the bank, jump off the go-kart, do a bunch of hacker shit, then use their... Um, rock climbing abilities to climb up to the bank vault and break in and get the money so i've only seen catch that kid it's the only movie (laughs) i've ever seen in my life yeah i love the i love the nerdy character furiously (laughs) typing in like a distant location yeah here's the list of media brendan has seen number one catch that kid number two collectively maybe 50 minutes of naruto (laughs) other than that <laughs> Cook um, that up and and you get what you get. You get what you get. Yeah, I am excited though on this next episode of Naruto for them to put um Dark Milo the Betrayer in a van somewhere so he can be like their hacker friend who just kinda like phones in once in a while. Mm-hmm. I mean it is set in the nineties and they would have a hacker van. I can't argue with that, they would. <laughs> And I can't believe that it's not Naruto. Wait, how far into the podcast are we? <laughs> I think we got a we got a good two more episodes to get to. So shall we adjourn this meeting and carry on to the next item on the agenda? Yes. Um, Ari, After we've the ended next- the meeting, as you do. Yes, my. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Amy, please end the meeting so I can answer your question. Meeting ended. New meeting begun. <laughs> okay, Mari, what's the next what's the next item on our agenda? God, y'all had me scared. I was thought we were gonna have like a talking stick moment again. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> we can't because you broke it. Yeah, you broke the cannon stick. 
and all we have is this lame fan fiction stick. <laughs> uh, we're going to be watching episode 10 of season 2, Clone versus Clone. Mine are better than yours. Whoa, what? Wait. Oh, Clone Jutsu. Okay, never mind. I was okay. like, are we in sci-fi lane now? No, I can't believe this. we've never talked about this, but have y'all heard the theory that if you met your clone, there would only be two options? Mm-hmm. Kill him, fuck him. Mm-hmm. So They can do that in Naruto. So are we just gonna, like, watch a battlefield of the two options playing out? <laughs> so wait, Amy, when you're saying that when Naruto makes a hundred Naruto clones, they're all just gonna turn and immediately start beating each other up? No, I'm just saying that in the Oh Naruto no, what, then what universe, are you saying? Like, I'm just saying that's if like it's a not philosophical... If they're not trying to kill each other, what are they trying to do, Amy? <laughs> what I'm saying is, Brendan, in this universe, it is a philosophical quandary. Is man, like, innately going to fight with himself or fuck with himself, you know? <laughs> are we ride or die? And we ride or die. I mean, I, th- I think so. In universe, they have the like physical means to test that theory. You're so right. Naruto is really just an extension on the thoughts of such thinkers as Aristotle, Plato. You know, pl- and it's just put in a modern setting. We are looking at all the same things the great thinkers have been thinking about for years now. Naruto this is just the anime sword. version of Sophie's <laughs> choice, as far as I'm concerned. Who <laughs> threw the first sword? Uh, oh, Lord. Well. Okay, well. Let's find out the answer to these questions. Yeah. Wait, I have one more deep, important philosophical question that I need you guys to answer for yes. me. Yes. What time are we watching the next episode at? Wouldn't you like to know? Um, we're going to be doing it at one minute and 40 seconds. Ooh, the very beginning. I know. Have we had one this early before? I don't think so. All right, um, Amy, okay. will you please end this meeting and and begin the next meeting of us watching the Naruto episode? Brendan, my friend, we sit at this table equals. <laughs> All right, meeting adjourned. Bang bang. All right, we're back. Did you miss us? I missed you guys. And my lovely co-hosts, I missed you guys. I missed you too, but I was talking with you the whole time. But I was missing you the entire time we were talking. Oh, thank you. Well, I'm sure you're all curious what happened in the episode. I guess I'll tell you. (laughs) Uh, So going into episode 10... We enter on all our favorite heroes again. We have all the classic faves. We have Sakura. We have Sasuke. We have Naruto. We have Dark Milo, who we just learned his real name is Kabuto. And they are whooped. You know, they're tired. Sakura (laughs) is breathing heavy. And she's like, my God, that tower is still so far away. Guys, we've been walking for forever. What's going on? Everyone is equally as perplexed. I mean, man, shouldn't they be closer now? They look to their side. You'll never guess what they see. It's the centipede with Naruto's knife in it. I mean, come on, classic. Am I right? Mm-hmm. Uh, R.I.P. Freakazoid, Creepazoid, M.D. You'll be missed. <laughs> okay. They've been walking in circles. Dark Milo brings up the point and he's like, Oh my gosh, have we been hit with a genjutsu? Which I can only assume is some kind of illusion jutsu, maybe, to force them to walk in circles. And so now everyone's on guard. You know, are they being watched? What's going on? They're in some sort of trap. And the enemy wants them tired and exhausted to wait to sneak up on them. And perfect timing, really, because listening to that, a bunch of invisible clones come out of the trees. And they are clones of none other than a character that we met... um, Last time, which I believe we named Mad Max Fury Road, this guy, you know, he's got some strange sort of uh, motor... Feety pajamas. <laughs> motor... He's got feety pajamas and and <laughs> and also... Yeah, he's got like motor mouth parts on his mouth. He kind of looks like he's wearing a scuba Wait, mask. No, he's, got... <laughs> he's, he... he's a real motor mouth. He doesn't shut up. 
<laughs> they can't talk. They can't keep the jibber jabber out of his mouth. He's a real motor mouth. That Mad Max Fury Road. Whoa, it's the twenties. Precisely. He has he's, he has a motor mouth. He has like some weird blindfold covered with eyeliner, um, and some footy pajamas that also kind of look like uh, a straight jacket in the back. I'm not really sure. Anyway. So we're done with Fashion Corner. He comes out of the trees um, and things are ready to show down. Clone versus clone. Hump. So I feel bad for our friends Naruto because they got hit with the same jutsu that I got hit with in seventh grade PE, (laughs) which is just run around in a circle interminably for hours until you're super tired. (laughs) They called it the mile, but that's not what it was. That's not what it was. It was dark magic. <laughs> There's some dark sorcery going on here. Brendan mumbles love- under his breath. The gym teacher looks at him sideways and goes, please, can you just, can you please just finish this course? <laughs> it's been 45 minutes. I love the minutes. concept of seven-year-old Brendan being like, I keep running, but I'm not going anywhere. I've already passed this bench four times. Why am I doing this? Why does the president need to know how fast I can run? Why did he make a fitness exam? I run. Wait, I know what's wrong. I've seen Looney Tunes. (laughs) I need to run into a wall. (laughs) Um, Yeah, things look pretty dire. Uh... There's a lot of boys that they're going to have to fight. How does Naruto land work? If they hit the main guy, do all the clones also get hit? Or do they have to hit each clone individually? Because you got to work smarter, not harder. Mm, I have, of course, but a limited understanding of the Naruto <laughs> universe. But I think but if you hit the, the main fo- guy, you got it. I'm going to take your word because you're one of the foremost Naruto scholars on the planet. <laughs> mm-hmm. Being a part of this board. <laughs> Well, I mean, we all do rec- we all do remember our incredible accommodations now that we're the premier nationwide Naruto podcast. That's yeah, right. suck it, Sasuke. Watch that's a terrible podcast for trash people. Yeah, <laughs> and it may exist. It's fucking, if just it, it's a real podcast, I feel bad. <laughs> you say our knowledge is limited. I say that the show of Naruto is beautifully and honestly poignantly wasted on us so i think what you say goes so who so the title of this episode was clone versus clone jason Bourne, clone supremacy or whatever <laughs> and um who do you think summons a bunch of clones to fight these mad max clones oh like which one of them is going to do their clone because i have a theory okay I think Naruto's like, I'm going to make a bunch of clones of myself. And then he's like, wait a minute. No, I'm not. That'd be too predictable. I would never do the same jutsu twice on this TV show and not in every fucking episode. <laughs> what he does instead is he uses the clone jutsu on the impaled centipede. He's like, ah, I'll have a hundred centipedes to attack these clones. Mm-hmm. And then they all turn back into Creepazoid Freakazoid MD. Bum, bum, bum. This I is thought... Not- <laughs> A thought has just occurred to me. Yeah. Which is to go off your point of the fact that Naruto uses the same jutsu in every single episode we've ever seen him in. What if ninja are like Pokemon? And Sasuke has the ninja equivalent of Ember because he is the Charmander. And Naruto is a little Pikachu who right now only knows the ninja equivalent of Tackle. And he's just going to keep tackling those bad boys until he finally gets that level up. You know what I'm saying? Wouldn't he know Double Team? That's his... Because he always makes a clone. That is exactly my point. Thank Mm -hmm. you. (laughs) Yeah. He doesn't have anything else. He doesn't know any other moves. Amy, this is an interesting point you bring up about our friend Naruto. But I'm... Listen, we know what Naruto's moveset is. It's sexy lady... Double team, mm-hmm. trip and fall on own ass, mm-hmm. naturally um, become fox demon only occasionally. Well executed, I, always. <laughs> always. What I want to know is what would your move be if if we if Ash Ketchum pulls out that pokeball and mm-hmm. says, "I choose you, Amy, Poke mm-hmm. or Naruto expert." 
Yes. What what moves can an Amy select from? Um, so first of all, I would not be at that Pokemon battle because my number one move is canceling plans. <laughs> so <laughs> struggling to open the ball, you desperately <laughs> clasping and closed. <laughs> I'm like, I want to stay hunkered down inside this little red and white machine like a dormouse in winter, my friend. Yelling out, I'm busy! (laughs) Um, But assuming that that fails, I get out onto the battlefield and, hmm. I mean, first move is honestly just complaining about my knees. So that, <laughs> that is I, oh, still I like psychological. That one. It's like garnering sympathy among the enemy. Just like, oh, man. <laughs> Oof, my knees. Oh, man. Hear these Oof, bad boys boy. pop. And I just kind of like creak around the uh, stadium <laughs> for a bit. Um, the opponent's Pokemon has become confused. Yeah, and then I assume <laughs> I've gotten and my concerned. ass toasted by the Girados that I'm probably fighting, who for some reason <laughs> knows flying and electric and dragon type and fire moves, which is fine. Even though it's a fish. Even though it's a fish. Um, so I've gotten my ass handed to me. Uh, and then honestly, I think at that point, I would probably choose... Hmm. I would probably choose to give him some kind of food. That would be my next. You just got you you got you just got beaten, and you're like, hey. On that note, I actually was baking a little bit earlier. Would you like some? <laughs> yes, but it's poisonous. <gasps> Whoa. No, it's not. It's just, it's just, it's just a muffin. It's just a muffin. It's fine. Um, those hey. are my two moves: canceling all plans <laughs> and complaining about my knees. I haven't evolved to have more moves yet. <laughs> Frankly, fantastic. Uh, Mario, Brendan, would you like to take this question? Um, I think my one and only move would be procrastinate, and it just mm. be like Brendan is. We'll decide on what move he does later, mm-hmm. and then just does that. <laughs> Come back to Brendan. Instantly. <laughs> Congratulations! Your Brendan wants to learn slice. Mm. Procrastinate. I mean, Much I like could, ma- but like right now, <laughs> it's like when you get like handed a menu and the waiter comes a little too soon, and you're like, "Could you go around the table first to come back to me?" <laughs> Much like a magic eight ball that only has the answer, ask again later. <laughs> yes. Very good. DJ Lint, what are your Pokemon abilities? Um, as a person, I get startled really easily. So I think a handicap for mine would be that in battle, anytime the other side chooses to do a move, like a mood against a move against me. I would just... Whatever they have a mood against me. Whatever they just not a fucking mood. Like, Jennifer, calm down. Sorry. It would startle me so bad that I would lose my turn. <laughs> <laughs> um, and hopefully Ugh. that would do enough that they would continually keep my Pokeball in the bottom of their bag. And anytime they accidentally <laughs> grab it, they put it right back in. I love that because, A, it implies that you don't hear the trainer being like, Pikachu, use Thunderbolt, and it happens to you. Um, the second thing is that I feel like you'd be the kind of Pokemon where the like player is constantly like, I mean, it's such a great, like, it covers so many type advantages, but it takes so long to level up, but it's such a good Pokemon when it's... But until you, like, become the beautiful Dragonair that you, like, are destined to become, you're just constantly being like, oh, shit, Thunderbolt's (laughs) happening. So I think my move is essentially wasted potential. (laughs) (laughs) You keep it around because you know what it could be, but it never is. (laughs) That's so dark. Brendo, do you have anything else to say on this? Um, not on this topic, sorry, on the on the episode. No, I think it's pretty clear it happens. Um Naruto does his 800 person jutsu. He fights um 
uh, Mad Max Fury Road, beats down every last clone until he's left with one final, WITNESS ME! And then he is vanquished, and they move on with their journey to the tower. Yeah. I don't mean to fixate on this, but you know how Aruka-sensei was supposed to be, like, functionally the preschool equivalent of a ninja teacher? Can you imagine he graduates the entire class and he's like, I feel like I was forgetting something. <laughs> something really <laughs> important. Oh, shit, all the ninja lessons. I forgot every one of them. I forgot to tell him to be stealthy. Fuck, okay, we have sexy lady jutsu. All right. Yeah, solid, <laughs> solid. Is there I've any... taught them how to thirst trap. Yeah. I've taught them. Okay, clone. Okay, right, right, right. They can I eat. I ninja. They they That's they know how to song. find ramen in town. Okay, gather. Yeah, uh-huh. They can they can weed. I know that they can weed. <laughs> we learned everything there is to know about the structure of a bridge. Yeah, no, I, I a think a lot of time on that. Yeah, I think I'm good. I'm ready to send <laughs> these children off into the world, into the death forest. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna grab a beer. My day is done. <laughs> Just sits up at midnight. Oh shit! <laughs> I forgot to tell him to be quiet. <laughs> the citizens of Kanoha hear that cry ring out in the dead of night. Fuck. <laughs> uh. Well, I guess we just have to figure out how this whole clone, clone v clone thing shakes down. The so... Clone Wars! The Clone Wars are here! <laughs> and now they are gone! <laughs> um, Alright, so, well, let's adjourn this meeting and immediately open up a new meeting, so welcome. <laughs> Wait, you didn't you didn't bang the gavel. Oh my god, everything's going to chaos. All oh, the delegates are running around. I'm Amy, so sorry. Get the gavel. I'm so sorry. Get the I'm gavel. so sorry. I'm banging. I'm bang bang into the room. Welcome. Welcome to the room where it happens. Okay. 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 okay, okay. <clears throat> we finally got your jimmies unrustled. Uh on that oh, note. Oh no. We my will... friend, they are still very much rustled. <laughs> on that note, we will be watching season 2, episode 11, Surviving the Cut. The Rookie 9 together again. Hmm, exciting. The, who the fuck are the rookie nine? <laughs> mm, beats me. Uh, and that'll be at 12 minutes and 42 seconds. All right, let's do it. Hark. Another episode of Naruto has come to a close. Well, not quite. It... Our two-minute timer ran out just as I was about to grasp the essence of the episode. Alas, it eludes me once more. <laughs> but I will do my best to tell you guys what the hell happened. Um, After a big, long build-up, we have been dying to figure out what goes down in this, in this brawl in the jungle, this fight in the forest, this big old Hunger Games. We're finally at the tower, ready to fight, and the episode picks up. And it's over. It's already done. <laughs> we are in the results phase. <laughs> um, everyone we've ever met has survived, except for Freakazoid Creepazoid MD, who did get impaled on a tree. Um, and I'll be the first to say it. I am not sad to see him go. Yeah, Goodbye, honey. <laughs> um, let me just rattle off some of the good boys that are still still around. We've got Captain Underpants. We've got Regina Jores. Regina George, who actually in a flashback was shown to have saved the Naruto team from um, Reverse Detective Pink Eye. We were wondering, because they were all injured, Rock Lee got hurt, Naruto got hurt, all the buds got hurt, and it looks like Regina George leapt in at this last minute to save their butts. Just like we said on the podcast, don't go back and re-listen to those. Take my word for it, we said that. And um, Reverse Detective Pink Eye, don't you worry, he's still alive. Rock Lee's still there, our boy Metal Sideburns is there, Kitty Kitty Brendan, Dark Milo, the gang is all here. And they're getting congratulated from our favorite professor, um, Guy MCA, who's going on this big long rant about, oh, you guys did pretty good, but adolescence is a troubling time, and also a beautiful time, and wouldn't you say, Detective Pink Eye? And Detective Pink Eye is like, what? Were you talking to me? 
And Guy MCA literally flips his entire shit. Like, <laughs> anime cutaway scene to him screaming. I think he hits a YMCA pose with his arms, actually. Like, full, like screaming, full-body pose. No, my rival! I thought I was the hippest, but alas, Detective Pink Eye is still the hippest teacher in the land. And then Rock Lee does a similar freakout. Alas, my teacher, I thought he was the hippest teacher in the land. He will one day be the hippest guy around again. But me, Rock Lee, I will follow him into Hip Town, USA, and become <laughs> the hip ninja boy, Rock Lee. They, they, they'll know me by my name in the mountainside, the hip ninja boy, Rock Lee. Let it be DM. said here first. <laughs> yeah, and then he has a flashback to when he just done fucked up in the arena and couldn't save Sakura. He's like, you know what? No one, I'll never fail ever again. That's not foreshadowing. I'll succeed every other time. And, yeah, I think... Am I, I feel like I'm missing something, friends. Is there anything else that happened? Um, we do end the last shot with... Um, as you remember, Sasuke loses his mind, is hypnotized, and completely breaks another dude's arms. And we oh, have to yeah. see the fallout of that, where the dude with the broken arms is like, I'll get you back, Sasuke. Because now... Now this. This is what I am. (laughs) (laughs) Hard to do jutsus without workable arms. (laughs) On the other hand, he survived. So, like, that guy's a pretty ferocious fighter. I agree. I would also like to focus on one other ninja um, that had some good quality screen time this go-around. And it's a guy that we've struggled to name before. I think we actually gave up on naming him in one of the previous episodes. But I finally have a name for him. He's an associate of Captain Underpants, and he's got like a you know, the the classic the classic look, kind of like a vest and a and a fishnet shirt. Our dear and listeners might remember that one of the names we suggested was Twink for this boy because he's <laughs> I, really I, working I, some mesh. He is working some mesh, but I think I have something that strikes more to the core of this character, and that he appears to be. A 14-year-old boy with the face of a 45-year-old, and it's <laughs> Just terrible like to look I. at. Just, Just like Amy in middle school. <laughs> <laughs> Completely agreed. I mean, he's a little horrifying to look at because he both looks so young and so old at the same time. It's such like a mixed bag of things because he's wearing a meshed uh, tank top, <laughs> but then on the bottom, he's wearing like these really uh, very stylized khakis, and then he's wearing a... <laughs> vest but it's a cropped military style vest and then he has his hair in a ponytail but it's not just any ponytail like it's completely blown back as if you tried to contain a mohawk within a ponytail (laughs) and then his body is so skinny and lanky and young but then you look at his face and it's so old and weathered this is horrible mari but it kind of sounds like you're describing every tiktok person i've ever seen (laughs) what I can't look at it, but I also can't look away. <laughs> Amy, I'm gonna ask this like the true old old guy I am. What the hell is TikTok? I thought I understood, but now I'm not sure anymore. <laughs> Take your guess, listeners. We are between 20 and 45 at this point by not knowing what TikTok is. <laughs> Much like Benjamin Button. You know those 46-year-olds? They're all over that TikTok. Well, I was thinking like beyond that age range, they wouldn't even know to ask the question. Mm. Tick- yeah, that's a good point. Okay, boomer. All right, on to the next one. Nice. So, what did we uh, what did we learn from this episode, friends? Um, we learned a little something a little embarrassing about Guy MCA in that I don't think there's anything really more embarrassing than considering yourself to be the deepest rival with someone and then realizing that that person has no idea that you exist and literally could not <laughs> care less. And we see that between Guy MCA and Detective Pink, A- Detective Pink Eye, a.k.a. Kakashi-sensei, where uh, Guy MCA is going off on his whole inspiring speech for the troops, looks over to his greatest rival, expecting, you know, kind of a tit-for-tat sort of thing, and uh, Kakashi-sensei could not care less, was not listening to the whole thing, and doesn't even know that this man is in the same room. <laughs> Honestly devastating just 
Mm-hmm. I mean, but like, think about it. Is there anything more embarrassing than thinking that you have this thing with someone and then them not really even knowing that you're there? <laughs> yeah, Justin. Why do you think I kicked him off the podcast? I'm sorry, who? Exactly. <laughs> I <laughs> I agree with everything proposed. I also feel like from what we've seen of Guy MCA and from what we've seen of Detective Pink Eye, I feel like the entire village must look at them because Detective Pink Eye, honestly, he looks traumatized all the time. Like, my man is constantly going through it. And Guy MCA, as far as I can tell, is the human equivalent of, like, a light-up sketcher. So... (laughs) nail on the head amy nail on the head thank you um (laughs) so i think that the people of kanoha kind of look at it how you know how you see dogs and cats interact when the dog really wants to be friends with the cat Mm -hmm. but they're also ninja men so they can't just be like we're best friends they have to be rivals because you know they're they're rough and tough rowdy ninja boys. Mm-hmm. Um, I I've lost track of what I was gonna say. <laughs> but, but boy, was the well, walk to it. Well, I, I agreed with all points in the walk up to the final point. <laughs> Sorry. I guess it was less so a point and more so just observations I had. Hey, about Amy, that maybe specific relationship. Maybe the real point were the friends we made along the way. Oh, God. I had something. I started it with something. There was there was something there. Will we ever find out? Maybe on the next episode. Okay, Maybe. but bef- before we start facing forward, we have an opportunity that's not often afforded to us. And I don't see anyone more, better suited for this job than the three esteemed Naruto scholars that are gathered before you today. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. A pleasure we did, to be here. Yeah, we did skip right over the big climax of this arc, so I think it's up to us to use our deductive reasoning skills to figure out what went down in that tower, because Naruto sure as shit ain't gonna tell us for some reason. So we've got it. It wrapped up so fast. What could have happened? Okay, so here's what happened. Um, after they defeated the clones, everyone but Naruto actually did something in battle. So they're completely worn out. They have no energy to actually walk to the tower. Um, so Naruto is left there all by himself. He's the only one to go into his tower. But how does he sneak in? He looks at the centipede he killed and is like, oh, great. He uses that as a disguise. He crawls in as a centipede and he grabs the scroll. (laughs) I love that. Centipedes and boxes. The ninjas just haven't figured out how to see through them yet. All of the... I I, I like this because all the rivals that we talked about earlier, freaking Kitty Kitty Brendan, Captain Underpants, Reverse Detective Pink Eye, they're all duking it out in this tower over the last remaining squirrels. And they're like what the fuck is that? And Naruto, which is a centipede, is like, I'm a centipede! I'm a centipede! And he's yelling that as he's crawling by them. Picks up a squirrel as they all just kind of stare dumbfounded at him and just crawls out the window and they're just like, huh. And then the episode ends. (laughs) Frantic scuttling in, frantic scuttling out. (laughs) Like me at a middle school dance. (laughs) Walks up to the girl. You Would you perhaps like to frantic scuttle with me? Do you want to just jump up and down in place? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Brendan. Hey, Amy. Had you finally figured out what a mile was at this point in time? <laughs> what is a mile but frantic scuttling? That's very fair. Well, Mari, I think you hit the nail right on the head. Yeah. I do worry, though, that we've missed the rule setting for the next task in the tuning exams, because the fact that this is episode 11 and not episode 20 fucking whatever at the end mm-hmm. of the season makes me think that there is more to this tuning exam than mm-hmm. just this tower battle. Right. And I'm a little bit afraid that this episode was them explaining it, and we're just going to launch right into it next episode and be so confused which is something that will be unfamiliar to our listeners because we're always on the money and never at all baffled as to what's going on 
Um, yeah, that I wouldn't be surprised if we go into the next one not exactly knowing what the rules are. However, given our extensive knowledge of the universe, I'm sure that we can extrapolate. That's true. What? Why else did we spend those 10 years at university becoming Naruto scholars? Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of mm-hmm. extrapolation, I did want to ask you guys... So we do see in a flashback that it was Regina George and her mean girl posse who ended up saving our talented heroes. Why do you think they did that? I know. Mm. Because Regina George lives, she gets her sustenance from her burn book, Uh and she has never had a better target than Naruto. He will give, like, 30 seconds with Naruto gives her enough material for a fucking month. (laughs) She can't let that, she can't let that guy go. So Naruto is her meal ticket, and she needs him around because he's so incompetent and embarrassing and provides her with the energy she needs, and so thus she has to save him and his merry band of heroes. Yes, I. That's that's what I'm gonna. That's the hill I will die on. I like that idea. I actually love that yeah. idea. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, she must have convinced the rest of the group to do it by saying that actually everyone can wear white gold hoops now, and it's not just a Regina George thing. Oh man, she gave up a. She gave up. A lot. More than. Uh, oof. Let's. Before we sign off, let's place bets for what we think the next portion of the tune in exam is going to be. Ooh. We've already seen a written test. Okay. And of course, we've seen the Hunger Games. So what's the next challenge that faces faces our heroes? I think it's going to be a battle among the mentors. I think Rock oh. Lee and Kakashi Sensei are going to deck it Omega out. Omega teacher. <laughs> We've seen the kids deck it out. Now it's time for the adults. Mm-hmm. That's my prediction. I think we're going to go the opposite way and go like around the Pokemon route. But instead of Pokemon, they're going to draft preschoolers and train <laughs> them up and have them fight. Very good. Amy, what do you think's going to happen? Um seduction oh jesus among who (laughs) no more questions at this time it just becomes the bachelor (gasps) oh Oh. my god okay friends i do not care what this next segment of naruto is to me it's going to be the bachelor using what's this this growth what is this thing i'm holding it's like this like rod that i've like used a bunch of super glue and tape mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. staples mm-hmm. that's right it's the cannon stick i've melted it back together oh, Jesus Christ. and with the cannon stick <gasps> i've decided Brendan, that the rest of this to episode leave the dark arts behind you i shan't i shan't i shan't amy i shan't but with the newly reformed cannon stick I- i've decided that the end of this episode is them explaining the next round and it is verbatim the rules of the bachelor <laughs> I mean, if you think about it, they're already on a group date. Yeah. That leaves the question, who is the bachelor or bachelorette that they need to win the approval of? The bachelor is the Hokage. (laughs) 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 Is that how they choose the next Hokage? It's whoever wins the bachelor from the previous Technically, it's whoever's, like, runner-up. <laughs> the winner gets the cool prize of hanging out with the Hokage. Yay, that's what they wanted all along. What a prize, not the millions of dollars that come with being the next bachelorette. No, 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 you get to be married to this doofus. That's tough, though. Like, that's an even tougher task because you have to be second best in order to get what you want. Yeah. But you also have to be universally liked enough to have... Because they can always offer to someone who was in, like, a previous season who people liked more. Yeah. You have, like, to, you be have to be best. You have to be almost perfect for The Bachelor, but just not quite. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a tough place to hit. So I think that that's really what Detective Pink Eye has been trying to teach them the whole time. Like, that's... We think that there's a huge yeah. gap in knowledge, but it's really just because he's been training them... For The Bachelor. To be second best. Yeah, Yeah. I was gonna say, he's training them to be just not quite good enough. (laughs) 
<laughs> Which would explain uh, Naruto. He's a little behind on the not quite part, but he's got the not good enough down. Oh. <laughs> I don't, I can't argue with it. Alrighty, well. <laughs> the bets have been placed. Um, yeah. Thoughts are in. Can I change mm-hmm. my bet? I like Amy's answer better. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, no. All bets are final. Okay. Well, listeners, you know, phone in your vote, <laughs> and we'll see who amongst this premiere panel will uh, emerge victorious as to what the next part of the tuning exams is about. Yeah, this is like an American Idol type situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, your votes matter the most, and uh, whoever... But only if you're on the East Coast. West Coast votes don't matter at all for some reason. <laughs> uh, you I'm will determine who wins it. the tuning exam. It is all up to you. Uh, alrighty. Well, on that note, I I can't believe it's not Naruto, you guys. I, I for one, in my scholarly opinion, mm-hmm. cannot believe it's not Naruto. Well, I've said it once. I've said it perhaps 28 times. I can't believe it's not Naruto. (laughs) All right. Well, signing off this week. Thank you for joining us as always. I am Amy and it's been, you know what? I think this week, practice a little self-care. Run yourself a bath. Go for a walk. Oh, that's nice. Um, this has been Brendan, and it's been a pleasure doing business with you. Um, don't forget, bang bang. <laughs> Folly is a work of art. <laughs> uh, <laughs> on three. One, two, three. Bang bang. 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 Oh, just me. <laughs> I did it. We were so in sync, Amy, that you didn't hear me. Like, that's how in yeah. sync we were. I was on the three. <laughs> <laughs> No, there was definitely a... There was a, a huge pause. Also, there was... What I heard was a similar me and Amy going bang, bang, roughly the same time, and then a very distinct third bang coming from Mari. I think you are mixing up that third one from me to you, because I heard a very distinct third, and it was definitely you. I never misplace a bang. Um. Uh, this is DJ Lint. Um... Perhaps the lesson this week is that those who you think are your enemies mayhaps be your friend. They need you more than you realize. (laughs) And mayhaps they be a centipede. And mayhaps they feed off your misery. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. (laughs) What is an enemy but a friend that feeds off your misery? (laughs) What is an enemy but your 7th grade PE teacher that makes you run the mile over and over again? What is your enemy but a never-ending loop? (laughs) (laughs) This is entirely unrelated, but I would love to read Chicken Soup for the Ninja Soul. (laughs) What what is an enemy but exactly 5,280 feet? (laughs) I don't get it. That's how how long a mile is, bud. (laughs) Okay. Don't don't say that like you didn't just do that. I just googled it. I just googled it. Fight me. There was too much of a pause. There was a big pause because I needed to Google. Okay. Okay. Fine. You got me. Uh. Well, (laughs) this has been Amy. I already did my sign off, but I have to tell you guys, my jimmies are finally unrustled. Oh my god. Well, this is Brendan saying Mari gets the last sign off, so Mari do it again. Uh, this is DJ Lint, and I am re-breaking the cannon stick. Goodbye. No! I regret giving it back to you!
Hey gang, thanks for listening to I Can't Believe It's Not Naruto. Have we just gotten the plot of Naruto so right? We have! You can send us your congratulations to our Gmail at I Can't Believe It's Not Naruto at gmail.com, spelled exactly the way you think it is. Or if pictures are more your speed, you can check us out at Instagram at It's Not Naruto. Uh, we will be posting pictures and screenshots of every character we've named in the show. So if our word pictures are somehow not enough to paint the perfect mental image, you can check out the actual picture <laughs> on Instagram. Or if you're 100, you can check us out on Facebook at I Can't Believe It's Not Naruto. And finally, for all those who hate long format and love short format, find us on Twitter at Can't Be Naruto. Hi, everyone. Thank you for listening to I Can't Believe It's Not Naruto. While this podcast is meant to be a comedy, I want to stress that we do not intend to make fun of any names that we may happen across in the show. We do our best to pronounce things correctly, and if we are pronouncing something wrong, please let us know. Thank you, and enjoy... I can't believe it's not Naruto.